Welcome back, everybody, to the Brewing Bright Minds podcast. We are excited to continue the second part to our series. We are talking about what do our children learn in a preschool program. And now we are at the toddler stage. Yeah. So what what they are learning in the toddler room mm-hmm. and what our teachers teach and everything, yes. everything toddler. Yes. The toddler room is our most demanded room. <laughs> that is when parents, all parents seem to be like, my my child is ready. My child is ready for school. Uh, they are showing signs of needing more socialization. They're showing signs of needing more stimulation. And so our wait list for our toddler room is pretty extensive. Through the roof. Yes. And the toddler toddler ages, at least at our school, is starts at about 18 months. Mm-hmm. Every school is different. And of course, every state is different. But we consider our toddler room 18 months to about two and a half years old. Yes. And um, just to recap from our infant episode, our toddlers, if they've started in infancy, have been primed in their infant classroom to be ready for the toddler room. And uh, they have been uh, trained in terms of, you know, building language skills, building uh, hygiene and self-help skills, and really learning more independent skills, as well as having to socialize with other kids Mm -hmm. and uh, appropriately handle conflict. So it's just an extension of that as now that their language skills are more established, they can verbally communicate more so. Mm -hmm. And so it's a really exciting time. Yeah. And I I was just going to mention that in our toddler room is kind of where we focus on language the most. Mm -hmm. Of course, we focus on it a lot in our infant classroom, but the toddler room is where we really start to get into it. Because that's kind of where if they're not talking or communicating at all, that's where some red flags come up Mm -hmm. Um, and we're getting them ready for the preschool classroom. So making sure they can communicate. So a lot, a lot of language. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also for our school, that's kind of where our um, Bible curriculum starts Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in the toddler room. We do a little bit in the infant room, but it really, really they our toddler room has a Bible curriculum um, laid out. Um, and then that's also where we're really strengthening their fine motor skills, mm-hmm. really to prepare them for the preschool classroom. Yes, yes. And so in terms of academics or their cognitive skills, um, again, they have their domains that they focus on academically, but it's still kind of an extension of the infant room where there's still a lot of sensory uh, mm-hmm. activities. There's still a lot of art and music and movement, but then you're really also starting to build in a kind of schedule in terms of group instruction and small group activities as well. Yeah. And and in our toddler room, they were very fortunate to have a lower class size in our toddler room. And so they are able to do very small groups. They Mm -hmm. have like three children in each small group where they do their table time activities. And I would say Mostly all of their table time activities is fine motor Mm -hmm. skills, Mm -hmm. placing little sequins onto the paper or um, a felt board Mm -hmm. or a lot of things um, 
leading up to the pre-writing skills. Mm -hmm. So not necessarily writing yet, but they're building their fine motor muscles to gain that pre-writing skills. Yes, absolutely. And they're also learning how to transition between in the morning, we are all sitting on the carpet and doing circle time. it is a very short circle yeah. time, like five minutes or less. But still, they're sitting on the carpet, being attentive to the teacher, following directions, participating. Um, then they learn to, well, the teacher says, OK, now it's time for snack. Let's wash our hands again. Now they can apply their washing hand skills more independently and um, move into their, you know, snack time or their small group activity. So they're learning um, on a smaller scale, a routine of the day. Yes. Yes. And the, the toddler room is much more structured than the infant classroom. The infant classroom is structured, but... Uh, a little bit more trickier because they have more needs and different feeding times and different Mm -hmm. sleeping times. Our toddler room is where the daily schedule really becomes or comes into play. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's similar to our preschool and pre-K and TK classrooms. And so it's kind of um, the foundation of the scheduling and the routine. And like you're saying, they learn the routine of eating snack, circle time, small group, large group, outside time, all throughout the day. Yes, yes. And that's just huge in terms of their ability to self-regulate and transition um, because that's really, they're really practicing it early on. And those that start at the toddler age, you can really tell the difference when they've started earlier versus when they've started when they're three or four years old because... When you're three and four and you're just being introduced to school at that age, you're learning it all at once Mm -hmm. in addition to a lot more academics and, you know, everything all at once. Whereas in the toddler room, we're really focusing on building this core skill of dealing with transitions, following directions because their language skills are more intact. Um, They can process, follow through and communicate with the teacher. All that. That's really like the goal of the toddler room to prime them to be ready to learn more academic concepts when they're in preschool. Yes. And that's kind of where their focus starts Mm -hmm. um, and where they're able to sit down and they're really interested in this book And so they'll sit down and look at the book for five plus minutes Mm -hmm. or they're really focused on a certain activity that they're doing. Um, And it it really does start in the toddler room because then once they go into our older classrooms, they can actually do the academics Mm -hmm. because they're able to have that focus. Yes. Whereas if your three year old is starting school, like you said, and I've never had that foundation, then they don't. Not that they don't, but they they may not have. It's not established yet. Right, right, right. They're learning it all at once. They're learning yeah. to follow directions. They're learning to focus. They're learning to sit. Yes, all at, at a one table. Time. Yeah, because that's a skill in itself. Desk skills, sitting at the table and staying seated yeah. and waiting for the teacher. And that's really hard because even our toddlers <laughs> have a really hard time sitting in their chair and. Our poor toddler teacher probably says it two million times a day (laughs) to stay sitting and sit on your bottom Mm -hmm. and don't stand on the chair because they're learning how to sit down so that Mm -hmm. when they're older, they already have that skill laid out. Yes. I mean, um, they're still really wiggly and have high energy. And in a perfect world, you know, you'd be able to allow them to, you know, be active whenever they feel. But they also need to learn how to regulate Mm-hmm. And know when is the right time. I need to hold it together for mm-hmm. circle time 
But music and movement is going to be here soon. And I'll get to get my wiggles out then. And that's why um, the visual schedules are so important for the younger ages so that they can visually see. Okay, I'm sitting on the carpet right now, which Mm -hmm. means after this, I'm sitting at the table. Yes, there's actual pictures of carpet time and then snack time and outside time. Yeah. And even like we said in the previous episode, the teachers knowing like, oh, wow, he's uh, this, you know, they're really wiggly today. So maybe let's just skip circle time altogether and let's just do music and movement for 10 minutes instead. Um, Or maybe they get extra outside time or um, just kind of knowing their group of children. Yes. And it's really great because um, that toddler room, you have that that time and flexibility and just that space to give the kids opportunities to learn these foundational skills, but at their pace. So if they're really wiggly, they can have a few extra minutes to come from the carpet to the table because it's going to take Johnny two extra more minutes than, you know, the other kid. But in the toddler room, you can have that flexibility because the ratio is lower and the teachers know which kids need more time or more prompting or more assistance. And it just meets the individual needs of kids so well, because again, we've known these kids since infancy. Now they're coming into the toddler room and they're more independent, but they're, they're learning all these new skills. And it's really critical for the teachers to, like we talked about in our speech episode, giving them the time and grace to listen to directions, process it, <clears throat> and follow through with it because that's just a skill in itself. Another skill that I want to talk about in the toddler room, which many people don't think is a skill mm-hmm. or they just might, you know, think over it and think that it's just play is imaginative play or dramatic play. And that's really in the toddler years is where the dramatic play and imaginative play starts because they saw it so much at infancy. And this goes for if your child is in a care based setting or not. Um, they see their parents in the kitchen mm-hmm. and they see their parent cleaning and they see their older sibling picking up their toys. Mm -hmm. And so then in their, in the toddler age, so in the toddler classroom, that's where they want to pretend to cook and they want to pretend to clean and even help their teacher Mm -hmm. clean and all that Mm -hmm. and everything. And imaginative play is so important because it provides opportunities for kids to whatever they imagined in their mind, they're able to carry out themselves through trial and error Mm -hmm. successfully or not. Um, I also think it allows them to practice their uh, speech and communication and um, just just, you know, verbal skills between Mm -hmm. teacher um, themselves with peers. Yeah. It also is such a huge way to build social skills Mm -hmm. because they are playing directly with another child, talking directly with another child and pretending to do whatever it is that they're doing. Of course, we see this a lot more in the preschool and pre-K ages, but in the toddler ages, it's really where it starts. Yes. Um, just a couple of weeks ago, one of the toddlers, I w- was watching them and they went over to their little dramatic play sink and she said, wash, wash, wash. And so she was <laughs> pretending to wash her hands. And that goes back to hand washing. You know, mm-hmm. she learned that in the infant classroom. Mm-hmm. And so she sees that there's a dramatic play sink. Mm-hmm. And so she pretends to wash her hands. And that ties back into hygiene and everything and that's huge because it it it's kind of like a mirror to see what they've what they've processed what they're observing what they're carrying out and it is them 
applying what they've learned. Mm -hmm. Really, their play is a reflection of them applying what they learned. Because you and I have talked about this before when we first opened um, our older toddlers. We were not noticing a lot of dramatic play. None. And that was alarming to us. Yeah, we had we had a amazing dramatic play <laughs> corner in the classroom. It uh -huh. was incredible. And it was never touched. They did not know. They didn't know how to do it mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. we had just opened. And so these children had never been in school before in our older toddler classroom. And it was not touched. I honestly don't think I've seen them touch it until now. Mm -hmm. Like until the last few months, they mm -hmm. started touching it. And of course, they're a year older yes. this year than they were last year. But they didn't know. So mm -hmm. it took them a whole year mm -hmm. to know what dramatic play was. And so that's why if they're starting school so young in the toddler room, once they get into the preschool and pre-K years, they have they already know yes. how to do it all. Yes. And so it's really it's really opportunities for them to explore and try new things. And so if at home, if you're realizing that your child is not really engaging in that type of, you know, play, then then you should encourage it. You mm -hmm. should do it with them. You should play in the kitchen, play kitchen with them. You should ask them questions. You should s model mommy yeah. is doing this. You can, you know, follow along. Yeah, And I also think that's really important when mom is pregnant mm -hmm. and the child, the toddler or preschooler is going to be an older sibling for the first time. And so that's where um, you can learn to take care of a baby with mm -hmm. a baby doll. You know, yeah. a, a toddler can feed the baby doll the bottle, give the baby the binky, tuck them into bed mm -hmm. so that when the baby comes... They are already going to be doing that with the real baby, yes. their sibling. Yes, I love that. I love that. And it's so true because it gives them um, skills um, to anticipate when baby comes mm -hmm. and they know how to help. And that gives them confidence and they want to be a helper to mom and dad. And it also teaches them to consider others. Yes. And it helps them to consider the needs of others and the, you know, what others need, not just yourself. That's a huge, huge yeah. skill that is through play. Yeah. Also in the toddler room, since their speech development is further along than really when they are playing and interacting with peers, um, they are more able to communicate what they want very strongly and, <laughs> um, and learn how to uh, problem solve even more so when they're, when they were an infant. Of course, when they're an infant they're just you know screaming and crying uh when they're toddlers they will continue to be upset and cry but now they're learning kind of a script from yes. the teachers and that's why the language and communication skills is so important to have at 12 months 18 months so that they can have that emotional regulation and be mm -hmm. able to express their needs and their frustrations through simple words instead of through things like hitting and biting Crying, and biting. biting. Yeah. Yes. And so that's why, like we've said in our, in our speech episodes, why it's so, so important to start speech services if needed mm -hmm. so young so that they're able to have all of that and be able to communicate with their teacher and with their peers through simple words. Of course, they're not going to be saying, you know, 
sentences and yes, sentences. Even words or gestures, because a lot of times um, you don't want your teacher to be uh, guessing. You don't want them to right. be guessing about what is the root of their frustration, because that's going to take time. And it's also going to frustrate the child. It's going to escalate their frustration. Yes. So you want to know exactly why and pinpoint why your child is upset so you can reach a problem and show them how to you know, problem solve sooner. And that is a can be done very easily through basic gestures, mm -hmm. pointing, pointing at the friend, mm -hmm. pointing at the toy. Even that is huge. Right. And that's why we see biting so much in the toddler mm -hmm. ages, in toddler classrooms in general, is because they're frustrated and they are and they can't say it through words. Yes. And so maybe their friend took a toy from them and they don't know how to communicate that they don't like that. And mm -hmm. so their immediate response is to bite. So even if even if they're screaming and they're, you know, and the teacher runs over or the teacher sees it, you know, what's going on. And before they're before they bite, they screamed. And that is them communicating yes, yes. that they don't like something. Of course, mm -hmm. it's not a word, but it is communication. And they are cognitively aware mm -hmm. of it's something that they don't like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's great because when teachers are able to see all that play out, then when the conversations start, they can see like, Johnny, I see that you are frustrated. I see that you're sad. I see that you mm -hmm. don't like that she took your toy. You sh they can play out and verbalize all of that where the child feels understood and feels like, yeah, you're right. I didn't like that. So how should I, you know, how do I reach a solution? And the, doing that over and over and over. Mm -hmm. Because really, you know, the problems are very basic. It's the same thing over and over yes, again. They, <laughs> they learn. They learn how to play it out. And they learn how to get what they want out of the situation. Or learn to deal with disappointment in the situation by solving those, um, going through those conflicts over and over again. And so um, it's just so important for and again, that's like I want to say in the toddler room, we're learning how to follow routine, mm -hmm. follow directions, desk skills. We're learning how to communicate our needs, communicate our frustration, mm -hmm. communicate when we're happy um, and when we like something so that the teachers can um, encourage it more. Yeah. And we're learning how to just deal with and regulate our emotions. All of that has to be really intact and strong in order to move forward. And again, right. be ready to learn the more academic concepts. Right. And I was going to say that that's more of the foundational skills for the preschool pre-K mm -hmm. classrooms. And so that's why when a lot of parents, they don't want to start preschool until their child is three years old. Mm -hmm. Which is great. And, you know, every child and parent and family dynamic is different. Mm -hmm. But if they are just entering school at three years old, they don't have the foundation of the infant room yep. of trusting their caregiver. Yep. And then they don't have the foundation of the toddler room of following a schedule and communicating their needs. Mm -hmm. So they're going into the preschool classroom at three years old and they don't know how to do any of that. Yes. They don't know how to trust their teacher. Yes. They don't know how to communicate that they need to go to the bathroom or mm -hmm. that they are hungry or they're sad or they're tired. And that's all skills that they learn in the infant and toddler room. Yes. It may seem intuitive to a parent that, you know, your child will be built with all those skills, but you never know. You're, you, you have to know your child and mm -hmm. kind of sense, do they need more time to learn those skills? Are they having a hard time with all of those things at home mm -hmm. just with me and, mm -hmm. and, you know, mom and dad or grandma or their caregiver? Or do they really have it? Mm -hmm. They're totally fine. They're really... Um, 
easy and 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 a pleaser, then maybe okay, yes, at three years right. old they can start school. Or no, they're quite defiant and they don't really respond well to authority, and they like to dictate everything. Then all right, maybe it's good to start a little bit earlier. Right. Um, so those are just things that um, parents and caregivers should consider, because again, that's knowing your child and setting your child up for success um, for skills that take a long time to learn. Thank you so much for listening to the Brewing Bright Minds podcast. If you liked what you heard, please follow us, like, and subscribe for more.